At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Los Angeles CityCast with Danielle Alvari, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome in to the Los Angeles CityCast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Danielle Alvari. Is this show going to be great, or is it going to implode? We don't know yet, but uh, I'm, of course, quoting Derek Fisher, head coach, or former head coach, actually, of the Los Angeles Sparks, who at the start of the season, uh, preseason media, that was his sentence. Those are the questions he asked as Liz Cambage joined their roster. He said, is it going to be great? Or is it going to implode? Said that back in April. Well, it has imploded a little bit because Derek Fisher is now gone as head coach. And Liz Cambage and the team announced on Tuesday that they would have a contract divorce. Which is not a term we hear a lot when it comes to professional athlete contracts. But is one that we've probably heard five times this season with the WNBA. I even saw somebody, I can't remember, I'm so sorry, tweet out that this is just the season of big saying that they are no longer interested in playing with their team and leaving. Now, you may remember the last one we talked about was Tina Charles leaving the Phoenix Mercury for the Seattle Storm, but I don't think that this one is quite as surprising, to be honest. And it's even just written in between the lines of Liz Cambage's tenure with the Sparks. It never really looked like she got a rhythm with them. I know that she had three cases of COVID and that was definitely affecting her play, her conditioning. It seemed like she didn't want to be there at times. She obviously had the scuffle with the Nigerian team at the Olympics where words were said and she has Nigerian teammates that were probably not happy about that. So there just overall just seemed like a lot of issues with this matchup. And it's sounding like she may even be done in the WNBA, which is just really heartbreaking as a fan of basketball. But... You have to just respect that maybe this is just going to be what's best for her. And it's also not surprising when you consider that she also said when she signed with L.A. that it was her ultimate WNBA playing destination. Like, if your ultimate destination is Los Angeles, there's probably other things on your mind besides basketball. And that's okay. We all said the same thing when LeBron left for the Lakers. So uh, we have to respect that. But it will be interesting to see how the Sparks respond in their game on Thursday. We'll get into WNBA later on with Dana Mattia, who's going to join us. Does a great, great job at betting on women's basketball in general. Does content for her hoop stats and bets, of course, for Spread the Floor, which is powered by her hoop stats. So we'll get his thoughts on everything from top to bottom. It's a great one. And before that, of course, it's Los Angeles CityCast. We're going to talk about the Dodgers and the Angels as well, who are both in action on Wednesday also. So before we get into all of that, let's take a look at some Los Angeles odds, if you will. So it's interesting because the Dodgers odds now for the World Series are now down to plus 350. The Yankees also plus 350 at Bet Rivers. At one point, the Yankees surpassed them ever so slightly, I would say not even 
a 50, 50 cent difference. But uh, the Dodgers back at the top with the Yankees and be interesting to see if we actually get to see a matchup like that when it comes down to it. The Dodgers in the National League plus 175 right now. Uh, I know what you're thinking. How are the Angels looking? You must want to know. Well, they're 100 to 1 to win the American League right now. So not stellar. Not stellar. Obviously, the Astros leading the pack in the American League West, so not even worth looking at. But uh, as far as the Sparks, I really wish there was a to-make-the-playoffs bet. That would be fun. For I mean, bettors, if you listen to my podcast, I don't even know if you do. You guys do a great job sponsoring it. But this would be so fun to bet is there's such this scrum of teams here at the bottom that are trying to make it into the playoffs still. So to make or miss the playoffs for half these teams in the WNBA would be really interesting. But uh, the Sparks still one of the teams that are scrambling for one of those final eight spots. Eight out of 12 teams are going to make it in and it's going to be by winning percentage. So uh, that would be so fun to bet. LA Sparks sitting at 120 to one to win it all. If you think they're going to just rage through after the loss of Cambage. Uh, also, Dodgers, by the way, losing <laughs> on Monday 7-0 to what? The team with the worst record? Worst record in baseball and the Dodgers' best record. I just... What can you say about it? We'll get into the Dodgers in a moment. Uh, but first, before we do that, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is serving up some big wins with our new weekly profit boost on all tennis wagers. Visit BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app every Wednesday to receive a 20% profit boost on any tennis wager. And now you can even stream your favorite tennis players right from the Bet Rivers app. Heat up your summer with the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app. It's a whole new game. I don't cover tennis a lot. I don't know if you've noticed that. It's not my forte, but. Pamela Maldonado is a great follow for that. And also Gil Alexander of VEASAN, the Vegas Stats and Information Network, where I work. Let's get into the Dodgers, a team with the best record in baseball that just on Monday lost to the team with the worst record in baseball. It was down early, by the way, on Tuesday's game as well. Uh, it was the first time in the modern era, by the way, on Monday with Tony Gonsolin on the mound for the Dodgers. Probably a pretty safe bet, people were thinking who were on the Dodgers, and understandably so. They've covered the money line eight out of their last 10 games. And don't even get me started on Tony Gonsolin's games because he's been 11-0 straight up uh, in the games that he's pitched. So it was a record breaker in the Nationals winning on Monday because it was the first time in the modern era that an 11-0 or better pitcher, Tony Gonsolin in this case, lost to a team, the Nationals in this case, that came into the day with the worst record in MLB. So not the kind of record you want to be setting, unfortunately. And I'm so sorry if you lost money on the Dodgers that day. Uh, but I still think that the, the right side to be on, I think we can all agree why we would have been on the Dodgers for that. Uh, now, looking ahead to Wednesday's game, of course, the Dodgers have been without Andrew Haney for most of the season. Uh, dealt with a left shoulder strain twice with the most recent injury. He was on the 15-day IL since June 24th, but hasn't appeared in a game since April 17th because of those shoulder problems. He's also been, of course, deemed healthy to return. That's why we're seeing him. But the Dodgers do intend to keep him on a pitch count for the remainder of the season. Uh, on the season so far, with the limited time he did have, he posted a .59 ERA, 2.16 FIP, and that was in 15 and a third innings pitched. Uh, as for the other side of the aisle here, the Nationals have lost four straight games where their pitcher, uh, which will be Patrick Corbin, the lefty, which we've heard on and off this season, so two lefties facing off in this, that the Dodgers don't hit well against lefties. They've been a little bit susceptible to that, so maybe there's a little edge there, but... Like I said, the Nats have lost four straight with Corbin starting. Seven of his last 10 games, he's allowed three or more earned runs. So if you want to look into props for this one, that's where I would look. Because Haney back in his first game in a while, not something I'm clamoring to bet. Maybe you get good value on the Dodgers here. They have a great bullpen. And like I said, he's going to be on a pitch count. So you're going to see less of Haney, perhaps, than you're going to see of Corbin. And maybe that works to your benefit. So possible, but not for me. I would look somewhere uh, on maybe an under or an over on some of Corbin's props, under on a strikeout, over on an earned run, something like that. As for the Angels, money line for this game, Dodgers around even money, and the Royals just slight favored, minus 120 or so, total sitting at 8.5. Jansen Junk on the mound. <laughs> when I tell you I had to read about this man, what? Uh, and Brad Keller for the Royals as well, at least expected pitchers on Wednesday. Uh, the Angels... Uh, lost 7-0 uh, at the Royals on Monday. No shocker there. 
Jansen Junk, 22 uh, or 22nd round pick by the New York Yankees in 2017. He was acquired by the Angels along with reliever Elvis Peguero at last season's trade deadline in a deal that also sent Haney to the Yankees. So uh, that's where we got Junk from. The Angels righty actually hasn't pitched since the break, but he had... Uh, 14 strikeouts in his last two starts, spanning 11 innings in AAA in Salt Lake. It's FIP uh, 5.99 for his FIP. That's what we have going on on the mound. Does that excite anybody? Is that like, wow, I can't wait to bet on junk? Yeah. Opposite of Keller. Keller's going to be on the mound for the Royals, allegedly. Whip of 1.373 and a FIP of 4.2. He's going to be up against an Angels lineup. Mind you, in case you missed out, in case you haven't been around, that has the league's worst weighted on base average and a 32% strikeout rate in July when facing right-handers. Mm, not ideal. Uh, I'm going to fade the junk here, unfortunately. So for me, it's it's looking at the Royals, which is also not a, an appetizing option for me either. So baseball on Wednesday in Los Angeles... Hard to bet on the LA teams for me a little bit. But if you had to pick one, I guess go with Haney. That's how I would look at it. Uh, with that said, we have some WNBA action going on on Thursday. No games on Wednesday, but we have four on Thursday. And also news to discuss in general as the playoffs round the corner starting on August 17th, I believe. We'll ring in Dana Mattia to talk about all the games next on the Los Angeles CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Baseball is here and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Welcome back into the Los Angeles City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Danielle Alvari here and excited to welcome back in Dana Matayo. Dana, I just realized I don't think we've talked in a month. Is that the last time we've talked? Uh, on here, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like we do talk <laughs> close to every day that there's some <laughs> WNBA action. Um, and I feel like on in general, we're doing really well. And we have a lot of the same ideas and, and whatnot. Sometimes you're braver than I am um, <laughs> in right situations. But uh, we were just talking before this about how Atlanta just uh, let us both down uh, and me down even more um, with their lack of defense. So... Uh, I'm excited so to be back consistent. on. Yeah. It's it's funny you say that too because you say braver, but really it's just like, I think you're braver back in the dream because they scare me. They scare me. They're like that middle of the pack team that I'm like, what are you going to do tonight? Uh, but I'm glad that we talk every day because there's seems like there's news breaking every single day. And how many contract divorce can happen in one season? It's also a funny term that I think a lot of people are not used to because we don't hear it in other sports as much. Just say that, that they're parting ways. They're parting ways. But Liz Cambage and the Los Angeles Sparks, in case you missed it, contract divorce. She's leaving. She's quit on the team, allegedly. But I think there's a lot to unpack there that goes beyond just basketball even. So were you were you surprised to see this? Honestly, no. I I mean, I felt like the the team vibes were, were definitely just off. I never felt like she really found, uh, I guess, a footing. She had a couple good games in there where she got over 20 and uh, kind of led them to wins. But overall, I just feel she was somewhat holding that team back from the way they want to play. I mean, if you look at that dream game, for example, the speed and the pace at which they were playing, getting shots up, uh, most of that was without Liz on the floor. Uh, I don't think I don't think she played more than 10 minutes in that game coming back from her uh, uh, COVID protocols. But Her third time getting COVID, by the way. I didn't realize it was three times. That's awful. Yeah, I don't know if you caught it. There's a video of the press conference where she talks about her. Yep. Her third time, and then you can just see Shanae's eye roll in the background. It's uh, <laughs> it's just so great. But either way, I I've been liking the Sparks as far as how they're they're working together. I mean, anytime you have Neko on your team, you have a good shot at yeah, uh, you know, covering as underdogs, and then obviously winning some games. I was really low on them at the beginning of the season. Uh, mm -hmm. Saddest part for me in all this is that I can't bet Liz Cambage point total unders. Um, <laughs> Missed opportunity. Yeah, I mean, do you have it? Uh, I mean, I'm hearing a lot that she's basically done in the WNBA because, I mean, I was thinking about it, I can't really see another team that she would really fit in. Uh, 
it just you made a funny meme about I, this. I Who did. do you think she should go to? <laughs> I I think she should go to Phoenix just because they probably have they're room. already problematic. So uh, oh yeah. okay, different reasons. Well, that too. Um, <laughs> toxic environment uh but she probably does need some some tough love and i who better to sure. give you that than diana and skylar oh my god i'd be so intimidated you know uh if they were in my locker room actual I would never fights in practice up. yeah so I, I just i don't see her i never saw the motivation not even with the aces i just kind of saw like uh going through the motions mm -hmm. um Obviously, she's had a lot of off-the-court uh, so-called mental issues and, you know, uh, maybe some some words that were said that were uh, derogatory, but no one really knows. It's just, right. uh, it's messy. You hope for the best, but uh, I think this is a net positive for LA. I agree. I think that, that the offense runs a lot smoother without her in there, actually. It's, time will tell, for sure, but, uh, you know, they're getting quality minutes from Olivia Nelson Odota, who's a rookie. And I, I've loved how they've started with uh, Shanae and Neka together, you know, sister, sister, doing their thing. And mm -hmm. uh, the more shots that Neka gets, the better. I think she's shooting 38% from three, and she's only taking, like, three a game. That number should be higher. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> know. I just I'm, – I'm happy for L.A. fans. They may not be happy. Uh, but I think in the long run, this is a net positive. Uh, getting more minutes for rookies, uh, dispersing minutes out. And, you know, she gets blocks, but not the most mobile on defense, gets killed by dominant bigs anytime she plays them. Uh, this goes back seasons. So mm -hmm. it's it's messy. It's too but bad. I, just, I, I, I am with you, though, on the contract. I had a friend go to me, yeah, go to the Sparks game with me and say, who's the, you know, normally watches NBA, but goes to the WNBA game with me and goes, who's this? This girl should be dominating on every play. The play should be feed her every play. And it just isn't there. And so you can, even from outside eyes, you're just like, what is going on here? Yeah, you're right. I mean, she's got all the tools. Uh, she's got mm -hmm. nice touch. She used to be able to shoot threes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's... Uh... It's well, we, so funny. to your point, she she did deal with some mental stuff, so we're hoping yeah. that at least the time off will give her some time to kind of get herself together, of course. Uh, and to your point about the Sparks, I think that the books are just as confused as anybody with what to do with them, because even if you look at their last few games here, they've covered, what, one of their last six, and it was against the Atlanta Dream, but they didn't even cover against the Fever. They've been playing tough competition. They had the Aces, the Chicago Sky, the Mystics, Seattle, and they didn't cover any of those. Before that, they were covering against, let's say, the lesser team's bottom teams, Phoenix, New York, Dallas. But the point spreads were a lot more in check. Like, they were one-and-a-half point favorites versus Phoenix, and they covered that. But then they're supposed to be eight-point favorites over the Fever? Yeah. Why? So I feel like the book goes back and forth. Like if they go on a streak of covering four or five games in a row, all of a sudden they're expected to be six, eight point favorites in games. And I don't think so. I will say, I mean, I did bet the fever in that game. I also sprinkled money line there. And, um, you know, so thankful for a backdoor, you know, basically Covers, buzzer beater yeah. by Kelsey Mitchell. Yeah. Um, Cause they were in that game the entire way. Uh, and then the fourth quarter fever just ran out of gas so can you, can you speak to that trend with the fever because they've been incredible in fourth quarters just and and, and not just covering you know or winning the fourth quarter you know which i mean i've been making it a habit of when i'm not on flights on sundays betting the fever fourth <laughs> quarter live mm -hmm. but i mean like what they were down by 31 of the aces um 16 and a half point spread when it closed they cover there i think they win the fourth quarter they were down 24 at the start of it uh win by 11, lost by 13, so they covered the full game. Um, yeah. You have to to love that in a team. I mean, if they mess around and do this every game as these double-digit you know, spreads, they could end up in like the top four uh, against the spread records in the league. I don't know, maybe there's not enough games left, but uh, yeah. as far as I can see, you're playing uh, basically your starters the entire game, especially in the fourth quarter, which especially mm -hmm. in blowouts um, – you're going to see some really positive results. Uh, I mean, I had Melissa Smith getting uh, props in that Aces game as well. Uh, Queen Egbo, who came back in, uh, hit her props. It's, uh, it's a dangerous team in fourth quarters, uh, and they don't have any quit in them. So, no, not a drop. It's it's definitely something to look forward to every game. I don't want to, like, blind bet the fourth quarter, uh, you know, pregame. 
but it's still bottom team in the league. Let's let's be clear. Yes. Uh, so I mean, I, I did win Ace's first half in that same game that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's a, definitely a team that you can bet against in the first half and then look for opportunities live. I mean, I'm, there's nobody I see that does live better or live betting better than you, Danielle. And oh, jeez. And I, I don't, I'll tell you, I don't live bet the fever often, oh, and I should. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to give you one tip, I guess, with them. Um, <laughs> But I, I always, I mean, that's why I have my Twitter set up for Danielle. When she fires live, it's time to go. Oh, geez. All right. Well, I'm doing the same thing, so we're in a, <laughs> we're in a sad boat. Uh, shout out to Eric Eager, by the way, of Pro Football Focus, who messaged me about this, actually. He said that Fever team covers that team. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because the start of the season, I was very high on the baby fever. I was excited for the baby fever. They came out of the gate. I think the they did well initially. And so then the spreads didn't reflect, actually, how young and inexperienced this team is. And then there was that regression. And now we're getting these great point spreads on the fever. So I actually think what I learned is if you have a team like set up like this, the start of the season, let the spread kind of settle in where people are going to realize this team is not necessarily stellar and they're going to get a ton of points in games. I mean, 17 and a half the other day, I think, versus the Aces. That's how high it got. Yeah, they're professional athletes. Come on. <laughs> That's just insulting. I mean, come on. So I think that there's opportunity now on the fever that maybe we didn't have midseason as much or even at the start of the year. So that's something. Let's look at the Thursday games. I want to get into that. Uh, and so, of course, I'm going to start with the Atlanta Dream, which I, I just have not been a dream believer. I've not been believing in the dream this year, if you will. And they are at the links and they have been really tricky because not but three games ago beat the Las Vegas Aces. Then they go on to lose to the Sparks and then lose to the Seattle Storm. So where are we now as they go on to take on the Lynx? And are the Lynx out of playoff contention at this point? I've been trying to keep track of that. I think they're like one or two games away. Uh, yeah. So sad for my right on the brink. I mean, I, I love that team going into All-Star break. I loved everything about them. You're telling me if the Lynx get into playoffs, they couldn't run it? They could. I mean, maybe, but I, I don't know where the defense went. I mean, you you go from holding it's the aces sad. to 71 points to just getting run out of the gym by the sun. And we can get to the sun. I think that's, that's mm-hmm. part of the problem, um, Yeah. you know, in, in those two games. Uh, and also, you, you didn't have fouls last game. I don't know if she's playing in this next uh, this next game, game in Atlanta. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I hate that uh, you reminded me that I – lost all this money on the dream recently and i bet them earlier at Moneyline, um or when it was a pick always here to remind you of i know <laughs> and it was a pick uh about like two hours ago um for thursday and then now it's up to minus one and a half so we're getting closing line value but we got like i want to say the dream closed as favorites uh, or near favorites in la uh that they'd open at five and a half which i thought was ridiculous um mm-hmm. apparently it wasn't um so it's they're they're tough uh, to to handicap, but I mean I think they've had some some really poor efforts. Uh, the Seattle Covered four out of their last ten. Yeah, Seattle did run a zone the entire game, um, mm-hmm. and also Tina Charles had like twenty and ten in the first half, which I don't see that continuing all season. Um, I I'm not high on Seattle. I haven't been all year, but uh, that's me. I do love this matchup. I don't believe in the the Minnesota Dream or Minnesota Lynx defense anymore. Uh, mm. I went from you know absolutely loving them; they're my darlings. To um, kind of out on them. Uh, I I think it's another great opportunity to live bet, though. Uh, who who knows? But I'm I'm sticking. What do you with the What dream. would you look for in this live bet? Because I think this could be a mess. Ooh. Um, like, are you looking Five to get under. in on the Dream or the Lynx? Okay, under. Five under All for right. sure. Uh, I think I like the way the Dream have been starting out. Uh, even defensively, have been giving up a lot of points to start the game. Uh, mm-hmm. But their first, their first quarters have been uh, pretty high scoring. Um, so I I don't know. Minnesota has not been starting off well. Uh, if I can get Minnesota at, like, plus seven, I would do it. But uh, First it, half under? <sighs> Maybe Possibly. second quarter Depends under, maybe. Number. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, also, I may have jumped the gun, too. Who knows with some of the injuries they have. I know Nia Coffey. Yeah, Monique. Back. Monique yeah. Billings is probably still going to be out. You're right. Yeah. But, yeah. I. It says Sylvia questionable. So that's that's a line mover. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, I mean, Atlanta rebounds the ball somewhat well. But uh, I... I don't understand the the process of of letting Tina Charles just stand there and shoot threes. I can't shoot at that clip, but I'm sure I could make a few, you know. 
uh, <laughs> wide open. Uh, Ryan Howard took 30 shots in that game against Seattle. Thing about the dream is they're going to shoot. Yes. Are they going to go in? That's the question, but they will shoot. And that's why it's it's sometimes fun to bet an over on them because they have that high ranked defense. So you'll see, you know, point spreads that can, or excuse me, totals that can be a little bit lower. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to go over on this. They go, well, who's going to score? And it's like, listen, the shots will go up. That's true. They go in. <laughs> that's true. And that's a, that's a good thing for props there. I mean, I saw uh, we were taking yeah. a lot of Ryan Howard props, uh, like scoring props under when she was playing a good defender. But I think the volume now is too high for her and uh, Tiffany Hayes. To, to even think about going under unless they're playing, you know, I, I wouldn't even know. Maybe the Mystics at this point uh, as far yeah. as, like, defense goes. So, I mean, I'll probably look if, I mean, the Ryan Howard lines have been set probably you know, pretty much around 14 and a half uh, for points. So, I'll, I'll be looking to take that over. Tiffany Hayes, you can see anywhere from 15 and a half to 17 and a half. Uh, if it gets up to 17. Bat Rivers usually? Bat Rivers, for sure. We're seeing yeah. uh, the same type of props coming from FanDuel, which, respect, get more out. All the books should have them. <sighs> Bat Rivers did it sport first, whatever. They did. They did. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm loyal. I, I we, make we, sure, are, we are big stands here. Make sure I, you know, I, uh, I don't tag them personally, but I definitely say where I'm placing my props <laughs> for sure. I'm not a prize fix guy. Uh, I was for a little bit, but never anymore now that bet rivers is uh doing right by the world yeah um and they're i you know i will tell people too what has your prop record been so far because i've totally buried the lead here uh 38 and 10 which uh close to is just about 80 percent yeah yeah which and if we're new to betting by the way we call 54 good so 80 is incredible very happy, but I definitely know that regression is coming with anything. So, um, you know, maybe it's time to, to fade me. I don't know. I have some out tonight. Uh, this is, you know, we're recording on Tuesday. But yeah. uh, I definitely post all of them on Twitter. Uh, and I'll, I mean, now with with some of the props we're getting, especially at Bet Rivers, uh, I'll probably continue betting those uh, at an aggressive rate um, until mm-hmm. things start looking bad. Uh, yeah, the books have to catch up to you. Yeah, I mean, the lines are getting sharper. I mean, like, we, we mm-hmm. hit Erica Wheeler over three and a half assists, like, three games in a row, and it was at mm-hmm. minus 13 uh, before it finally moved to minus 138. And then, ultimately, mm-hmm. I think the last game was at four and a half, and I laid off. But uh, yeah. it's... Uh, catching on. It's dangerous, <laughs> though, with these assists, props. So I'll tell you what, like, <laughs> you're relying on a lot. I, I Candace had... Uh, Candace Parker had, like, nine eight nine assist games and then the line was at four and a half and i thought it was automatic and i think she ended the game with two um well, real quick too you have a candace parker mvp ticket right i do i do and you know i wish they were getting more respect maybe she needs to have a big game tonight uh for that, that to team get some is love. so well balanced is what's working against her i know well you think that would work against the uh the aces as well right um yeah. Because I have a I have a Kelsey Plum ticket at plus six thousand. We stand Kelsey Plum on this show. You know that. I would love to see her win this. Absolutely, plus six thousand would be incredible. Be one of the best bets I've ever had in my life. But uh, I mean, it does seem like a two-player race just based on the media and how they value you know bigs. Um, Storyline. Yep. Asia and and uh, Brianna Stewart. But uh, I think you've got to reward somebody on uh, on the first place team. The sky can run the table, uh, which I mean, outside of the the day they had to travel on a back to back and got delayed at the airport for hours, they've been winning pretty much every game. So mm-hmm. uh, it's it's hard to to bet against Candace um, at this point. But I still think there's probably some value out there. Of course, in New York, we don't have the lines up regularly. I got to go research that. But uh, I don't know if you have them where you are. Uh, not, not that I'm seeing, uh, right at this moment, but no worries. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you though, Link's dream, basically a toss up game. I probably wouldn't mess around with the points. So if you just had to pick a side money line here, where would you look? Uh, dream for sure. At home. Uh, dream. I think I'm going to go links. Absolutely. We, we should disagree <laughs> sometimes, Danielle. I, I'm fine with it. I think I might. We're never oppo. I hate that. Okay, well, okay. we'll we'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe it's a live bet situation, but I'm going to look links here, I think, and then total set at 165 here on Bet Rivers. Ooh. That's about that's about right for me. That's yeah. sounds on. Yeah, if it was a little bit lower, I'd take the over, but um Yeah, agreed. You're relying on a lot of made shots uh 
and neither team has been doing that pretty well lately. Yeah, but also the the defense has been an issue. True. And the pace will be fast for the Dream, so we'll see. We'll see. I'd like to look at something like over 163 would be more interesting than 165. Another game at the same time, the Seattle Storm at the Connecticut Sun, and we have come to a similar conclusion on the Sun lately. I was happy to see you tweet this out. The Sun, out of the break, now we're talking. Yes. I don't know what Brandon said to them, but (laughs) I... (laughs) I mean, especially after betting against them on, uh, I guess it was Friday night uh, when they had their first game against the Lynx and seeing how they came out. uh, I mean, they've been playing with that pace a lot, but the ball is moving quicker. I mean, Alyssa Thomas, how much can you say about how good of a player she's been lately? Uh, And that was all without Jonquil Jones. I think she only played uh, 15 minutes on on Sunday when they got the win and covered there as well. and it's hard to beat a team and cover two games in a row. I don't care mm-hmm. who it is uh, playing at their stadium. Like, just a lot of respect to, to how they're coming out and playing. Really, it, it all started in that fourth quarter against the Liberty when we had the Liberty in Mohegan Sun, which was uh, brutal to watch. But uh, I, I love the way they're playing. If Courtney Williams can be as efficient as she's been, uh, you got Alyssa Thomas. Natisha Heideman's been phenomenal stepping up in that mm-hmm. Jasmine Joel, uh, Jones role, and she's hitting at an insane clip from three. I think it'd be a shame not to have a little bit of money placed on them at, I think I got them at 550 yesterday. Nice, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, like a month ago they were at plus 350, so I think this is a pretty great value. I I haven't looked at the rest of the season schedule, but I, I want to say it's not as... Uh, it's not as daunting as I initially believed. So um, you talk about a team hitting their stride at the right time. Um, you brought up Chicago on your last show uh, with 16 and 16 going the playoffs, but mm-hmm. uh, they hit like a nine-game win streak in uh, towards the end of the regular season last year. And yeah. they won the title as a five seed. So, I mean, anything's possible. Uh, they have one of the top four players in the world in John Quill Jones and mm-hmm. – uh, you know, a great coach. So I think it's insane value at this point. Uh, still at plus 550 at that MGM, I believe. So definitely jumping on that. They're playing a Seattle team who I think has not lived up to our expectations for Seattle year over year, but still has Brianna Stewart, has Sue Bird in her last season. But the last time that they played Connecticut was June 17th. They were at Connecticut. They lost 82 to 71. They obviously did not cover. And they are underdogs. Seattle's underdogs in this. At least two and a half on Bet Rivers, and the total for this game is sitting at one sixty and a half. The total is tempting to look over, just because we've been seeing a lot of these one fifty nines, one sixties go over. But then you look at the makeup of these two teams, and you go, Connecticut will want to push the pace, but we know they're comfortable at a slower pace. They used to play like that. Seattle's going to slow it down, and both of these defenses are formidable. That's. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking over. Should Connecticut time. be favored, I guess, is my question. Should they be favored here? Absolutely. Um, okay. I, I mean, because it opened at four. I was talking mm-hmm. with Brendan earlier today, uh, Brendan Glesheen, so uh, the, your listeners Play-by-play know. play for the Connecticut Sun. Yes. Yeah, your listeners definitely know who he is. And I was like, oh, I wish it wouldn't have been four. He's like, oh, no, that's a great line. That's a great line. I mean, so he's definitely confident about where they're playing, uh, yeah. you know, the Sun are. So I... I can't believe it's down to two and a half at Bet Rivers. So the moment we get off the show, I'll post that pick <laughs> to spread the floor. Uh, that's exactly where I want it. Um, yeah, and I agree. These points are uh, hard to come by. Um, we've seen a lot of backdoor covers, a la Indiana Fever, and the Storm aren't a team that's just going to give up. Uh, but we've also seen some terrible fourth quarters from the Seattle team throughout the season. Um, like in Phoenix the other night, my God. Uh, mm. I think it was like an 18-0 run by the Mercury at one point. The anti-fever. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, geez, uh, I love minus two and a half, and um, I can't well, wait son. to jump on Yeah, absolutely. Thoughts on the total? Uh, I mean, like you said, you got to lean over with, with that 160 yeah. number. Because, um, I mean, even though Seattle's defense is, you know, one of the best in the league, I think Tina Charles uh, does subtract from that overall rating. So I, and especially if she's starting and playing more minutes with, uh, would you look at any Tina Charles props or any props you would be considering for this game? I know we're ahead again, we're recording Tuesday for Thursday games. So, uh, I'm definitely a hater in that section of the Tina Charles props plays. Um, 
you know, thank, thankfully there weren't any on Bet Rivers in that last game. I probably would have taken some unders, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe this is a chance to. Uh, she's coming off a her obviously her best game as a Seattle Storm player, so I would love to to get in on some of those props. Uh, hopefully that number is set at like fifteen and a half. I would love to take the under there. Um, it's hard to bet any unders of Brianna Stewart lately. I feel like she's just mm-hmm. been an absolute monster uh, filling up the stat books. Um, and I feel like we got to just start riding the Alyssa Thomas wave until it dies. Oh, yeah. Um, granted, these numbers are getting high. I think her rebound total was an eight and a half last game. Um, mm. She still hit it, uh, <laughs> even with John Quill playing a little bit. So, um, And she's playing like close to like 35 minutes a game. She's just everywhere. Yeah, she's so has been incredible. I, I love her props. Uh, I think John Quell will probably play a lot more, um, and maybe we'll get a smaller line uh, just because she's missed some time. Uh, so mm-hmm. that might be an opportunistic uh, prop to look at. Um, I'm not sure if I, I believe in anything else. Uh, hard to trust Bree Jones with Ezzy coming off the bench. Uh, sure. So, yeah, I'm probably going to lean Alyssa Thomas, uh, probably go light on Brianna Stewart, and then Tina Charles under if we get them. All right. I love it. It's interesting, too, because you look at Thursday's games, we have a lot of close games. I mean, the biggest spread is the Sparks-Mercury game, the last game of the night we'll get to. Three and a half. The Mystics and the Wings, it's a one. The Lynx and Dreams, it's a one. And the Seattle Storm and the Sun, now down to two and a half from four, to your point. So we have some pretty close games to look at. I want to look at the Mystics and the Wings. And what's the first thing I said when I got you on this Skype call? Why are the Mystics plus one? Why are they underdogs? Oh my gosh, I know. It's like they're begging us to take the Mystics. Um, I mean, because we, we've talked about this before. Uh, Dallas is an underdog, how much we like that. But uh, we Especially know... on the road. Yes. Uh, but Dallas is going to be at home, which to me doesn't matter that much. They mm-hmm. don't really have great crowds. Mm-hmm. I... Oh my God, if there's Dallas fans listening, sorry. <laughs> you know, uh, as a Houston Comet fan... Um, and a native Texan, I love all of you. Okay, uh, then you can say it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I won't say my feelings on the Dallas Cowboys. Even my dad would be mad about that. But <laughs> I, it's hard to trust the Mystics, of course, without Elena Deladon playing. Um, I, I did hear that this would be her last game that she's resting. Um, unless they lock up like a, a certain playoff seed and there's nothing they can do. Mm-hmm. So it's... It's tough. I'd like to say Dallas got some confidence, you know, beating up on Indiana, but uh, it's hard to bet against the Mystics. I mean, I, I'm What's still. What's the play? What are the playoff implications here? To your point, is is Washington still fighting for a seating here at this point? And is Dallas? What is Dallas playing for? Uh, Dallas is still playing to get in. Um, yeah. So that's... so that's that is interesting. That is like, do do does Dallas have a lot more motivation here? Yeah, and I I want to say the sky the sky of a a pretty hefty lead. Um, I mean, four games up as far as like the the three seed goes, and you know you want to you want to get as high up as you possibly can. Um, I mean, because especially with the new playoff format uh, mm-hmm. in the first two rounds, uh, or is it, I think it's uh, the first two rounds are best of three. I may be wrong here. The first two rounds are best of three, correct? And then the semifinals and finals are five. Yeah, with. The first two games uh, being at home uh, in that best of three, I think it's imperative that you're, you know, at least uh, at least the four seed. So mm-hmm. uh, right now the Mystics are are sitting comfortably in that four seed, really. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, wouldn't hurt to get up to three. Wings, on the other yeah. hand, are in that like jumble between. Uh, it's a scrum. It's yeah, a mess. The fifth through really tenth seed. Um, so a lot of different teams could really crack uh, crack in. But, yeah, I mean, when you put it like that, I do think the Wings have some added motivation. But they're still the Wings. And the Mystics are still the Mystics. So, uh, <laughs> And they've split the series so far this season. So when they were at Washington, they actually won. Love those road dogs. Let me say 94 to 86. That was back in May. So, you know, we're back in May. And then they played again on May 17th, and they did lose at home, 84 to 68. Yeah, that was, that was ugly. I, <laughs> it's, we just but, like to take you back to your traumas on this show. Yeah, that, that home game was so rough. And they were up like 17 in the first quarter or something. But, I mean, it feels like ages ago. 
I, 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 this might be one of those situations where, I mean, I, I think you do it a lot, especially when it's, it's such a close spread. It's like, let's look at a opportunistic line live, um, especially in these see close how this games. Starts. Yeah, yep. both these teams go on a lot of runs, uh, so. I need to see how Dallas is going to be shooting. Yeah. Dallas and New York are those teams for me. Yeah, I mean, you got your awesome Arike game, uh, which was an easy overprop in that Sky game, especially <laughs> after coming off like a, you know, two of uh, 17 shooting uh, against Seattle. So, um, I mean. It's basically a toss-up. Mystics or yeah. Wings, money line. What do we think? Um, I lean I lean the plus uh, plus Mystics, you know what I mean? Like, why plus not? Plus one on Mystics? All yeah. Right. Yeah, take it. Like I don't. Feel I'm nervous with it. this playoff implications. I this is about the time in the NBA season as well, the MMBA, that I get a little bit dicey because all of a sudden there's playoff implications involved and how that affects yeah. the handicap and the level of play. So this is where things get a little dicey for me. But my my head is saying Mystics for sure. But I'm a little bit. I have some trepidation given that the Wings are in a must win situation. If you think about it. Yeah, I mean the. The total kind of screams at me over, too, with both teams. I mean, Mystics are still going to compete, and the yeah, Wings are going to do whatever they can. 61 and a half here. Yeah. I I mean, the Wings just gave up 86 points to the Indiana Fever. Like, uh, <laughs> that's that's the most the Indiana has scored, uh, I want to say, since late May when they scored 95 on uh, Chicago. So I, I think I'm just going to go ahead first on the over. And and hope Do the that... games tend to be higher scoring for Washington when EDD is out. No, I need to uh, it... I need to do some analysis on that because I mean, yeah, you know, Mystics do go. Uh, I mean, granted they're great at defense, but they yeah, have their been having low scoring games though. Whoosh. I know. You know what? Yeah, strike that from the record. <laughs> let's just. Uh, let's I'm like, man, that. look at these last couple Washington games. They won 78 to 69 over New York. They win 70 to 57 over the Lynx. Uh, they lose to this, the Phoenix Mercury, 80 to 75. Oh. And then we saw a 94 to 81 versus LA that they won. So it's tough. It's tough out here. Uh, but the, it's really going to come down to, for me, for how the wings shoot. Yeah, I, I lean over. Um, I don't think yeah. Satu will be playing. Um, Tierra McAllen's been phenomenal. Again. And- Recording it pretty early, so you could get yeah. a, probably a better number on Wednesday morning than yeah. right before the game, because this will go up. For sure, for sure. Uh, let's look at the last game: the LA Sparks at the Phoenix Mercury. Jesus! Oh my God! Two teams I actively try not to bet on, and the Sparks are plus three and a half at Bet Rivers, plus one thirty-two on the money line, and the total at one sixty-four. Are they going to have a surge after the departure of Liz? Are they going to have the revenge game, like revenge body after the breakup? See, that's what I'm banking on. I hope the line keeps going up. I want to say it opened uh, Mercury minus one. Uh, Calvin. Wow. Uh, I know we we go back and forth modeling and whatnot, and he said he liked Mercury by eight, which is insane to me. Uh, we need to have a conversation about that. That's a little too <laughs> much respect. Wetzel, what's going on? I know, no, no, uh, no respect for the Sparks team, even with Liz. But uh, I also feel like maybe I'm being too cliche with the addition by subtraction thing. But I, I love the the Sparks in this spot. Um, I think they're going to come out super motivated. Uh, I don't know who guards NECA. Granted, we could see Phoenix just run his own the entire game and say, you know what, LA, beat us from three. Um, mm-hmm. And in that case, uh, you just got to hope that Lexi Brown, uh, Katie Lou, and, and NECA are all hitting threes at an insane clip. Uh, but do I feel confident about plus three and a half? Absolutely not. I just think it's uh, that's a one-unit play, and you, uh, you just got to hope that historical trends when you get some toxic energy out of your life that you do better well who could relate better than the phoenix mercury though and (laughs) to your point if you want that three and a half i think that you will get the opportunity to get a better number on la live especially around the second quarter is what i would guess diamond shields also questionable for the mercury on thursday with a hip injury and then for the a for the sparks uh just christy tolliver still out on saturday with her calf so I think, yeah, I think see... LA's a little undervalued here, just maybe a touch. But I am not betting on LA at three and a half. I would look live here, and I'm going to get, I don't know, six on them maybe. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that idea. 
I want to say that both these teams are are great at getting to the foul line. I could be wrong here. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, they're about middle of the pack, but I feel like mm-hmm. anytime, especially at home, my God, the the amount of times that Diana gets the line on threes or just driving, uh, Skyler gets the line, Diamond if she plays, they are just masterful at throwing their bodies around the in, foul, yeah. in, in the right way. Um, and NECA's going to get her calls. Uh, NECA, should, sure. NECA should, as long as they don't uh, run it. 164 run over for this, yeah? Yeah. I think I like this total the best on the board. Same, same. Uh, 163.5 at FanDuel right now. I'm probably going to mm-hmm. gonna bark on this one as well um, mm-hmm. right after this call. Uh, <laughs> so minus 2.5, Sun, and over in this game. Thank you, Danielle. Uh, yeah. So, you know. Don't thank me yet. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I, I love closing line value, even though we get a ton all season <laughs> and we still find a way to lose sometimes. Uh, it yep. still feels good. I, it's it's uh, I wouldn't be shocked either way. I could see the Mercury covering easily and then I could see the Sparks winning outright. Um, but same situation, you know, uh, I mean, you think I think you talked about as far as like uh, looking for live opportunities to bet the over. Um, both these teams are uh, in that same five to 10 uh, ranks in the standings and they both need wins to make sure that they're in the yeah. playoffs. So uh, good opportunity for a live over as well. Yeah, exactly. They both need this. So this could be a really high scoring one, which is interesting because middle of the pack on that offensive rating. But as far as pace is concerned, I mean, the Sparks are fourth and the Mercury are sixth. I could could see this be a really fast game. Lots of free throws to your point. I think, yeah, I like that over the best. Uh, one last thing before we go. Let's recap your futures. So okay. what, what do you have? What do you like best that you have left? Um, I just want to pour one out for my old account with my bookie that got terminated because <laughs> um, I had... <laughs> I had so much money on the sky there. If you do uh, this long enough, you'll have one of these stories. Yeah, uh, a lot of money on the sky at, at plus 450. So now I only have uh, maybe two units there at plus 450, um, mm. and that's at Caesars. I do have uh, some some baby picks with uh, Minnesota, but those are as good as gone, I think. Uh <laughs> I, I took one. I unit. want the links to make playoffs so bad. Oh, I think too. of the remaining teams in the scrum. That's the one I want to see in. Yeah, I don't even like. I don't like Cheryl Reeve that much. I just I love Sylvia. <laughs> uh, love Mariah Jefferson. Love Kayla McBride. There are a lot of likable players on that team. Uh, yeah. And Sylvia's final hurrah. Yeah. Send her off on the right note. Get her. Uh, get her a few extra games. Um, so yeah, uh, one unit on. Uh, the Aces at plus 350 that I took the first day of the season. Um, and then I got Sun last, uh, last I night. I like that Sun one. If someone doesn't yeah. have a, a ticket, that's a good one right now. Yeah, and then most of my value is uh, Mystics at plus 1,800 and plus 1,500. I'm saying, let's go. That's my only futures ticket right now is Mystics 15 to 1. <sighs> it's the only one I feel kind of like the, the most, um, like, it's the happiest I am about with all my futures, um, yeah. as far as teams go, because it's good value, good team, and mostly I, sitting around ten or twelve to one, I think now. So, yeah. and it, I mean that's still great value in my opinion, because I, yeah, I really I think it's it's a five team race, right? Um, I of the know. twelve teams, which just shows you the steps forward that the league took this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which I mean, last year you could have you could argue that you know Seattle and uh, I mean, well, Brianna Stewart went down, so um, yeah. But, but before that, yeah, I mean, I had Suns ticket last year and a Sky ticket last year, so same. Uh, yeah, that semifinals was just brutal. Um, uh, but I mean, you, you couldn't help but fall in love with the Sky last year. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's you got you got the Sky, Aces, Storm, Sun, which I didn't include the Storm, Sun before, uh, Sun and Mystics, and I think besides that, you're kind of just. Which is funny because I don't hear anybody saying they want a storm futures ticket right now. I know, uh, which I'm happy about. Like, I'm I'm so down on them. I'm I mean to the point where like, it's almost rude at how much I don't respect them. It is. Um, I, I feel that way. I feel rude. Right, but oh well. Uh, I mean, you're getting <laughs> very similar a very similar team with 
almost as good, if not better, defense in the Mystics uh, at a way better value. Um, so I love that ticket. And, yeah. you know, who knows? Maybe I'll throw more at it. Uh, I also love the coaching advantage there. Yes, absolutely. Been I'm there not... before, too, 2019. Been De- there, done that. Definitely. I don't trust Noel Quinn that much. Um, love but... her, though. She's a Bruin. We love Noel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, with the MVP, I mean, I think, I don't know if you saw the Seattle Storm posting their, or started their marketing campaign for uh, Brianna Stewart to win the MVP uh, mm-hmm. with some really cringy ads yesterday. I did not see these. Uh, no, it's super cringy. You gotta gotta give it a look. <laughs> Everybody, go look at Seattle Storm's Twitter page. They're just. Uh, I like how it's the worst feeling to cringe, but we're like, let me go look at it. I can't right? wait to look at it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna check it out. But before we go, let's recap really quick. So, Storm at Sun. I think we like Sun minus two and a half at Bet Rivers. That's that's a great bet there. And then one sixteen and a half lean over. Right. Links at Dream. You you're on Dream here. I am. Line. I'm gonna go Links. And total for this one, 165. Think that's about dead on. Not going to touch that one for me. Mystics at wings. I think we both lean. Mystics plus one. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm like, oh, this is a little, it could be interesting, but I'm going to say Mystics here. You can take the plus one, take the money line, whatever you'd like. 161 and a half, maybe an opportunity for an over. And then Sparks Mercury, love the over. Over 164 or 163 and a half, where you find the best number. And then Sparks plus three and a half is what you're looking. I'm going to go live on the spread for this. Yeah, I'll probably follow you then. Um, I, <laughs> oh, no. You know, I, I think our, our brains definitely work alike, so we agree a lot. But uh, I'm glad that we disagreed on something today. Uh, this shows progress in, in our friendship. <laughs> That we're feeling comfortable enough to disagree, finally. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on, as always. Tell people where they can find you on Twitter. If they want to keep up with all of your bets. Uh, at DR Mataya, that's where I'll post all the prop plays, uh, for sure, uh, and some live plays. And then uh, all of my official plays are at spread underscore the floor. Um, doing awesome work there, awesome people. Uh, hopefully, we'll do some live shows as playoffs come around, get Danielle on. Uh, it's going to be really fun. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. And I appreciate you coming on as always. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks for listening to the Los Angeles City Cast. Remember, new shows Monday, Wednesday, Friday, except for actually next week, we are going to have a Sunday, Wednesday, Friday show because I am going to be dealing with some recovering myself here. So uh, keep that in mind and come on back for more action on the Los Angeles City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.